What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to a girl and her mother-in-law. Wow. I told you I was here. I'm ready. <laughs> right before go. we start, I'm like, let's bring the energy. Let's go. Energy is here. Happy fucking Monday, everybody. Happy fucking Monday. You guys do give me some sort of energy. Even if I'm not feeling it, I turn on this mic and I'm and just like, like, let's go. Let's go. Fucking Agamil fam. Here we got it. somebody to show up for. Yes. Monday, you guys. Best day of the week. Fresh start. I hope you had a good weekend. I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing this weekend, but guess what? I'm going to eat good food on Sunday, and that's all that matters. <laughs> well, hopefully, if the weather is ready, I'm told over this morning, we got to get outside done. So what that's what oh, I'm going to plan. Yeah. Got to get my cemetery going. I mean, the weather has been really nice, so I think it'll be fine. Yeah. I think it's supposed to rain tomorrow, but then I do think it's supposed to be nice. So I'm excited. Cemetery time. It was beautiful yesterday. Oh, so beautiful yeah. yesterday. Zane and I went on a long so, walk. So beautiful. Yeah, really nice. We had a barbecue, too. That's how nice it was. I know. I smelled it. I was in uh, Aaliyah's room helping her put away her clothes, and I'm like... <laughs> did you smell or did you hear Zane on the phone talking at an astronomical volume? Oh, no. I smelled it, and then I did hear him, but I was like, I feel like sticking my head out the window and asking, where's mine? I know. <laughs> I totally am. I'm like, I want to stick my head out the window and it's ask It's actually funny because we didn't make enough. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I know. We were like, fuck, we should have made more. Um is it, does it ever do that too? Zane talks at an astronomical volume on the phone. Mm, so loud. Maybe sometimes. My dad does it too. I didn't know if it was like a men thing. It could probably be a men thing. You know what it is? You know what I noticed about Ever too? He gets up and walks away. Oh, I think Zane does that now because I've complained that he talks too loud. <laughs> and then if I say to Ever, like I'll, I'll be sarcastic and be like, what, do you have a fucking girlfriend on the other <laughs> line? And he, you know, his response, well, I'm trying not to be rude. Yeah. You know, yeah. but. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> whatever, ever. Whatever, ever. <laughs> um, anyways, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck, everybody? Happy Monday. Um, Jerry has a story to tell. Well, let me just preface this story. Yes, please preface it. So, I have to pull up the receipts. So, we record our first Halloween episode, which if you guys aren't keeping up, every single Thursday we're doing a Halloween-themed episode. There might be an extra one yeah, here actually, and there on Monday. I, I think there will be. Yeah, Yay. there might be a little extra ones on Mondays. But, so we record this episode. It's spooky, right? If you guys didn't see the video that we posted on our Instagram uh, feed, you guys need to go watch it. It is frightening. So, we record this whole episode. Jerry goes away. We finish. I'm making my food. And she texts me, and she goes... OMG, you're going to lose your shit big time when I tell you what I just saw. Like I got chills. And I said, what? No. And she said, girl, want to know or shall I wait? OMG, goosies. And I said, oh, save it for the podcast. Write it down. And she said, OMG, girl. And I said, stop it. And she said, my insides are shaking. And then she sends me a picture of a cardinal, which if you listen to the episode, you know what all that means. Right? Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. Okay. And then I said, oh, is that what you saw? And she said, oh, no, that was my piece after what I saw. And I said, oh, Jesus, I'm scared. And she said, yeah, me too. And so we haven't talked about what the fuck this is. We saved it for the podcast, everybody. It's funny because I I, I had my piece and now I'm just looking at it again. What? I, I literally might cry, Alyssa. What? That's how bad this is. In fact, when I wrote it to you, I literally wrote, I'm crying right now, and then I think I deleted it because I'm like, I'm embarrassed that I'm crying right now. So, Did it have something to do with the story that I told? Alyssa told the story. Oh, no. Please don't tell me it's the kids. 
So Alyssa told a story about going down this road in this town over here called Melville. And that she, her dad, and her granddad were in a car and that they saw these five kids going across the street. Okay. So everybody. Did I say five? You did say five. You said okay. five figures and then a couple of minutes later. It's in the podcast, so you can go listen back. You said five figures and then a couple of minutes later you said children. Look, the tears are coming. It was like white figures I saw. Yeah. Shut up. Zane's alarm is going off at the wrong time. <laughs> True. So I go upstairs mm-hmm. and I'm editing, so I'm hearing it again. I said, I just got to look it up right now. Which you did quickly look it up while we were recording and didn't see much right. when you because first I, Googled it. Yeah. So don't even right now. Are you serious? So I look up Melville, Melville. Five children. Uh-huh. And there was a family, the Bayless family, who... This is going back, 1800s. I have fucking chills all 1800s, over my 1800s, Alyssa. I'm telling you. 1800s? The 1800s. Bayless family. Um, if you guys don't believe me, you want to look this up yourself. Um, William and Sarah Bayless had five children, and all five of them died. On this road? Well, no, but that's where the cemetery is. Remember you said the cemetery? Oh, my God. So they died in... all. They didn't all die at one time. One died one year, nine months, three days. One died three years, seven months, 14 days. One died seven months, 11 days, three years. First of all, I want to know where CPS that they have all these babies dying. And to me... In the 1800s. In the 1800s, five babies in a row, though. You understand? Three years old. The oldest one was... Three years, seven months, 14 days. But they lost five children. And you said you saw it by Adventureland. So all I kept envisioning are these babies going. Woo. Oh, my God. Five, though. Five of them, Alyssa. They're all right here. I bookmarked the page so I can very easily get to it. But right here, these five. These are all five children. Oh, that sounds creepy to say, but like they could have been like running around playing like throughout the streets. That's what I was thinking. Oh, wow. I mean, because there's cemeteries all over, so you would assume they'd live in that area if that's where they're all buried, right? Um, it's on Sweet Hollow Road. But the fact that you said to me, like five, five. and children and around that area. And as soon as I Googled specifically Melville, because that's where Adventureland is, as soon as I Googled that, it just, Mm. when I tell you the goosies. I I have the goosies when you're telling me. My insides, though, were shaking because I was visualizing all these babies playing. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you were saying, like they were running across the street. Like all I was envisioning, uh, yeah, I, it was just very I, real. To I me literally in the have the image in my head right now oh. of the white figures crossing the street, and that's all I kept thinking of when I was reading this. And that's really wild that I said five, and that there was five babies that died. That's what I'm saying. It's very because, like, I don't remember exactly how many figures, but like I said, five. So that's what must have been what I see, what I saw. That's oh. weird. Like, I could have said, like, four, six, you know? But you said five. And this. We need to tell this to my dad when we have him 
on the podcast, and I really want to see what he says, if he remembers or anything. And he's going to say, no, Alyssa, it was only three, and then I'll look that up, and it'll be all of the story. (laughs) (laughs) But I... um, Wow. If you guys have don't already know this about me, I, I believe absolutely in the powers of all of this. And those babies, in my opinion in my opinion, were definitely like all together. First of all, they were all together, right? They died at all different times, different years. Um but yeah, I don't know. That is actually and it's like literally the one, two, three, four, fourth one down on this whole website. So it was very like prominent. And when I just realized, uh, like it stuck out to me because it was like, oh, Edward, son of William and Sarah, Sarah, daughter of William and Sarah. And I'm like, oh my God, these are all siblings. So it's five siblings. I'm just looking at, like the area. Oh my goodness. Wow, yeah. man. So when I say you guys should look up maybe dreams that you have and stuff like that, that's exactly what I mean. Or mm-hmm. if you hear something in a house, if you feel, because there's a chance there is. It don't necessarily mean, mean that they're evil spirits, mm-hmm. but just like Cody, Cody just sent us a video of her grandfather banging. banging. You know, he was in the house. He was making his morning coffee, you oh, know, yeah. like... um it don't necessarily need to be evil spirits. And that's what I was talking about. If my TV went on every now and then, because that's what grandpa liked to do, well, then so be it. You know, if it was an evil spirit trying to cause harm, then it would be like, all right, I'm getting the fuck out of that house, you know? Right. But if it's something like this, like, oh, I mean, it gave me the. I am telling you, I think it's because I believe so heavily into it. My, I was shivering on the inside. Like, I, uh, my body was like trembling almost reading this. I'm like, this is not happening right now. Alyssa just finished telling this story. Oh my God, this is real. Like I was like, blah, 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 blah. like on the inside. It was I, the weirdest sensation I've ever had. I cannot wait to talk to my dad about this. Oh, <gasps> okay. Because I was really young. And the fact that that memory has stuck with me is really weird. And well, I, I imagine he's like, I have no fucking idea what you're listen, talking about. Listen, and I'm going to tell you right now. It's just like the other one of the other emails that we read that said, like, the kid was in the corner saying, like, wakey, wakey, time for waking. Yes. Um, kids, I believe, because they have such a an innocent mind, are much more susceptible. Like, they're willing to hear or listen where we could brush it off oh that was just a shadow oh that was a coincidence oh right. something must have fallen we we can make up scenarios in our mind I think right. kids the purity of children the That's innocence true. of children I think they can just hear it and see it and feel it more than we can I think we just brush it off it's That's like so animals true. animals that fucking stare in the corner or bark at shit when nothing is there they're more sen- sensitive to these things. Mm-hmm. So maybe your dad won't remember it as much because you maybe were a I, child. Or maybe I just didn't bring it up. Like maybe I'm just the one that saw it and I never said anything. Oh. But for some reason, I remember talking about it with him. Oh my God, I can't wait to have him here. See, I got it again, Alyssa. It's I know, but don't get, too, don't get too excited because he. there's a likelihood that he might just be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't remember. Woo. Shake it out, girl. Shake it out. That is crazy. 1800s. Definitely give me the heebie-jeebies. 1874 was when the first baby died. I don't know if that makes it creepier, if it would be creepier if it happened, like, more recent. Mm. That would, I mean, both fucking creepy. Wow. 
Mm-hmm. Crazy. Ooh. That is crazy. Well, now we're going to read advice emails. We're not going to go into more spooky stuff. No, we have to go into advice because we didn't plan out this spooky stuff. I know, you guys. We only planned for Thursday. Well, I mean, unless you want to, we could just open up that. No, we could do advice. It's been, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. We need since to give you guys some unprofessional advice. Our unsolicited. No, they solicit. They ask us for our advice. All right, so. We'll give you our advice. It's just... Yeah, you guys ask for it. Non-professional. Listen, first job, work retail. (laughs) (laughs) We would never... give it time. (laughs) If you guys listen to Sada Shenanigans, you know what she's talking about. Yeah, you guys are throwing our shit right back in our face. Seriously. (laughs) They're like subbing us. (laughs) No, we would never give you guys advice or our opinion if you didn't ask for it. Yeah. We don't like unsolicited opinions yeah, out here. Don't. I didn't ask for we that don't. shit. That's like hurtful. Keep that I, shit to yourself. People, yeah, people need to shut my, yeah, shut the fuck up. Mind your shut business. <laughs> Unless I ask I for mean, your opinion, I don't want it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so you guys are asking. So we're be good, nice. right? <laughs> be nice. Don't 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 hurt people. Just be kind. Here we go again. I love Jerry's Graham. little things. <laughs> Just fucking love each other, okay? Jesus, it's really not that hard to be kind. Can, can we get a compilation of all the times Jerry has said that? <laughs> Just all lined up. Just be fucking be on nice. The loop. Just be kind. Just be fucking nice. Just, fucking Just stop love each it. Other. Just love everyone. <laughs> it's really not that hard. Let's get a 10 minute compilation of all those. All right. I fucking say it all the time. It's, it seems to me is so easy. It's so achievable for and then, people to just be kind. She says that all the time, too. Let's get that one also. It's so easy. It's not hard. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Boyfriend I like. Second okay. take. Go ahead. What's your boyfriend that you like? Hi, Alyssa and Jerry. Yeah, what's up? You both are such amazing, beautiful, wonderful people. I look forward to listening to the podcast three times a week. It's a real one right there, mm-hmm. VIP. We love it. Now, this is going to be a little confusing, so sorry in advance. A little about us. I'm 18, turning 19 in September, and he is 19. And I have had been in a long-term relationship before, whereas he has not. Okay. In lockdown, I was talking to this guy who treated me how someone should treat you in every way possible. Once the restriction was lifted, we were meeting up. Even though we only spoke for a little while, we both grew to have feelings for one another. We both decided to stop talking and stay friends as we we both were not ready to be in a committed relationship. We have stayed good friends since, but I still find myself having feelings for him. The other week, I had a mental breakdown and was totally ass towards him. And instead of being an ass back, he called me up asking if... I want him to come over or if I want to go on a drive to clear my head. I have fallen for him deeply and I don't know what to do as I want a relationship with him, but he is not ready for one. I find it very hard to open up to people because of my mental health and past situation, but he makes me feel so comfortable around him like I can tell him anything. As far as I'm aware, he does not know I still have feelings for him as we have not spoken about it. I don't know whether I should bring it up to him and see what happens or just stay quiet and keep the friendship that we have. I'm a strong believer in everything happens for a reason in life. Absolutely, I agree. Mm-hmm. And I believe that he has brought in my life as he was brought in my life as a blessing. And I know that he will be in my life for ages as a friend or maybe even more. The way that he treats me is amazing and I cannot fault him in any way at all. What I would like to know is what I should do in this situation. Love you ladies lots. Okay, love you. Bye. Sounds like you have a wonderful person. In your life. And 
if you both went down the relationship thing and then we're both like, eh, I'm not ready for a relationship, maybe just keeping it the way it is is where it needs to be for now. And who knows what the future can bring. I mean, you're only going to grow closer. Um, like you're saying, just let it happen naturally. If it happens, it happens. Right. It all happens for a reason. You believe that. It all that. does happen for a reason. Um, but then, of course, then Alyssa's going to play devil's advocate and say, well, shit, shoot your shit. How did you Try. know that? How did you <laughs> know that I, I was going to do that? so well. That's so funny. I was going to say that. Um, go ahead. Well, you say in your own words. Uh, no, I literally was going to say, you know, on the other hand, you, you never know unless you try. Unless Maybe you, try, you should just which try. Is true. And. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So what would you do? What would you personally do? No, but you swayed my opinion while you were speaking. Like, Mm. I, I agree. I think that if you already tried and you know, he's not really ready for a relationship right now, then you just see where it goes and keep the friendship alive. Mm -hmm. You know, like you don't know if shooting your shot again, he could be like, all right, I, I don't want this. You and know. then you'll lose a friend. Right, like a really good friend. I think that, like you said, every single thing happens for a reason. So if it does lead to something, then like it Let will. Let it happen naturally. Yeah, what's that saying? Like If it, if, if it's it, meant to be, it will be? Yeah, but uh, like... Let it go if it comes back, it was meant to be? Yeah, like, no, something along those lines. None of them, Jerry, It's shorter, like, what's... Like, if it is, it is. If it is, it will. Or something like that. <laughs> Fuck me up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with Jerry, though. I, I would let it play out on its own. Yeah. Let the cards unfold on their own. I agree. Rather than I agree. trying to force something mm-hmm. if he doesn't want to be in a relationship. And maybe he's feeling the same way towards you, you, you know? I know. Maybe. Start being a little flirtatious here and there. Not over that's, the top. Okay, well, that's, that's what's going to be my next thing. Because maybe he feels the same way you feel, and maybe he's saying, well, I know we said we don't want a relationship, so let me not go that way. But I would maybe, like Alyssa said, throw out a few little flirtatious little things here and there Mm -hmm. and see how he reacts to them. If he's reacting and he seems to be taking it in, then that's where then you could then start focusing on that. But I think for right now, I think you just need to, especially, I mean, listen, he was there for your mental breakdown. He... Instead of running away, did the complete opposite. Of course, that's going to make you feel deeper for him. Mm -hmm. You know, where most people would run away, he was there for Mm -hmm. you. And that's a wonderful thing to have. Um, That's, I mean, shit, he really does seem like a great guy. And I wish you well. You never know. It reminds me of the the movie uh, Justin and Kelly. They were like at. I still have never watched it. You don't have to. It's probably really cheesy nowadays. (laughs) But it was great when I was younger. Is uh, Kelly Clarkson and Justin Guarini. Mm-hmm. I remember him. Oh, God, I love them. Um, they're at, like, this beach party, and they're trying to find each other. They're, like, singing. It was. It's kind of like a musical a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. they sing a lot. Uh, anyways, but they're singing to each other, and they're, like, passing, like, a pole, but they're passing at the exact same time, so they're not, like, seeing each other. So, like, uh. you both could be, like, you could. he could feel the same way, you could feel the same way, but you're just not, like getting to each other right now and maybe just let it happen naturally exactly that was kind of a bad example but no no it was a very me. good example yeah thanks thanks okay this one is age gap culture culture clash relationship Ooh. we know about that age gap and the culture. Yeah. <laughs> okay, girl, I'm right I here with you. always forget that I'm in an interracial, interracial relationship. Because it doesn't 
Interracial? <laughs> Interational. Is I that what you said? Yeah. Irrational. <laughs> I'm in an irrational relationship. <laughs> yeah, no, I always forget because it just doesn't feel like anything different. You know why? Because we're human. Because we're human. <laughs> yeah. and we're all the same. Okay, all the episode, all the podcast episodes are so epic and I can't wait for more. Wow, I this email epic. find you well. I wanted to reach out and ask you guys for comments, input, advice, suggestions, or any on any issue I've been dealing with, which also leads me to my poor mental state. I am 23 years old, a Bengali Canadian Muslim female. I just graduated university and I'm working full time. Thank God, given the pandemic, I feel lucky. I have been dating a guy for a little over three years. He is 13 years older than me. He has been married from 2003 to 2007 and has a daughter from that marriage and he's divorced now he is also muslim but he is pakistani we both find peace in each other and we've had a positive relationship this far we both see each other being in one one another's life for the wrong one we want to get married but given his background i've been very scared to tell my parents about him and i to get their blessing I have told my mom about him last summer, and it was horrible, horrific, and depressing. She belittled me for my quote-unquote choice of man I want to marry because of his past, the age gap, and why in my mind this relationship would ever be okay. I felt very hurt, oppressed, and started to distance myself from from my room from my mom because I don't understand why she, she could be so mean and vulgar about it. I did not accept her. I did not expect her to accept it from the get-go, but I shared it with her because she is, because, I'm sorry, I shared it with her because he and our relationship means a lot to me, and I want my mom to be a part of it. Long story short, I have met his daughter and his mom from his side. They have both accepted me, but sadly, from my side, I'm still scared and frustrated that I can't tell my parents about it and get their blessing. The situation has taken over my mental state and has led me into a dark place. I feel very lost and anxious at all times because I hate that I'm going behind my parents' back when I simply just want them to be happy with my choice and decisions and not live by their rules always. Do you guys have any, have any advice on how I could tell my parents about us? What are some tactics I can use to get them to accept us? I hate that I have to choose, be, choose between a guy and my family because I'm wanting happiness from both. Thank you in advance for all your help. Wish you all the best. Best regards. Hmm. Okay. This is a touchy subject. It is a touchy subject. Because cultures mm-hmm. were are all brought up very differently. They all have their things. But um, unfortunately in 2020, just blatantly honest, it's racism. Your parents are not accepting somebody just simply because of their race or religion. To me, that's not okay. However, on the other hand, that's just how they were raised. The age. Yeah, exactly. That's their day and age of how they were raised. I can say, oh, I'm sorry, you were finished. No, no, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say only because I was in, I was married to a Muslim and I was very involved with his family and such that I felt like I, I can understand her struggles. Like I, understand what she's saying because I definitely think you're more equipped to talk about this I feel like um I feel like when I was over there I was witness to one of his um one of his 
one of his sister-in-law's sister. So his, my ex's sister-in-law's sister was being physically abused by her husband. Mm. And I remember her wanting to leave. Mm. And her family said if she left him, they would disown her. Because divorce over there is so not accepted. You don't oh, so get So they would divorced. rather you be abused and be depressed. Correct. And possibly killed. See, I just that's how bad the abuse uh, was. I just it would never agree with that. Horrible. I don't care Correct. how you were raised. But it's the cultural thing. I don't care. To this day, it's still with that man. So <gasps> this is that sort of situation no. where like, I can kind of understand what she's saying because the Pakistani boyfriend, he is a divorcee and has a child. So her family is like, how can you dare? Like, even though they're both Muslim, they're from two different countries— how can you dare go against us? How can you go get with a married man? I understand that. However, like Alyssa said, this is 2020. I don't understand that. I think it's hateful. It is. It's disgusting. It's yeah. disgusting what people will accept. I don't like, care how you were raised. You can change. Their parents' concern of what the other people, because that's what it is. You know that. It's a societal thing. They don't want to be the whisper at a party. <gasps> Do you know that their daughter yeah, they married care what a other Pakistani people think. man? Do you know that her daughter married a divorcee Pakistani man who's 13 years older? That's what, that's yeah. in my opinion, what the cultural thing is about. That's they don't want to hear the chatter. They that's don't so want to, you know, they have to, to, to maintain their... It's um, all about how they look. Right. But I totally they're agree. so worried about how they look mm-hmm. to their friends or what possible yep. whispers they're going to get rather than their daughter's happiness. happiness. And Ugh. to me, that's so disgusting. That's where yeah. I have to draw the line and be, are you fucking kidding me? So to you, my dear, although I absolutely respect you, I completely, because I've been there, I understand about the culture clash. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? Is like, I respect all culture, cultures. Like, I love them. I think it's great. But when it comes down to... A child's happiness? A child's happiness, but also, like, being rude, being racist. Like, to me, that's not just, well, it's my culture. I don't think that that's an excuse for that at all. So, like, while I do appreciate different cultures, and I completely understand that some of them, is that's just how they are, while mm-hmm. we may not agree with some things, but when it comes down to... Right, your child being happy and, you know, not seeing the best in somebody and just automatically shutting people off and just having a negative look on things like this, then I just think it's something that could be changed and should be changed. I agree. Yeah. I remember telling my mom the first time. I didn't know how she would react. And I remember her telling me that she would rather be, she would rather me, her daughter, be with somebody she didn't care what race, color, anything. Somebody who loved and respected me rather than stuck with somebody who abused me because my relationship before this was the one that I was physically and mentally abused in. So my mom was like, to me, it doesn't matter. I mean, my mom was goat, just got to say. But to <laughs> me, it, and it's true, and she accepted. And they got, they, like, she did say, I mean, of course I always envisioned my daughter walking down the aisle in a white wedding dress. Like, of course she envisioned that, but she loved and accepted him for who he was. Mm-hmm. I think your parents, your mom, she needs to get off a high horse and realize that your life doesn't revolve around her. It's tra- it's hard to change people that are so deep in the culture, though. Right, so that's why yeah. you're not going to change her. Mm-hmm. What you need to do is do for you. What's best for you? Because your parents, I mean... It's so sad to say, but they're going to go. They're going to pass, and then you're going to be 
not happy in your life because right. you gave up on what you wanted. Right. You have to think about that. Really, like, seriously, take your time and really think about this. You're going to give up your happiness to try to appease your parents. Mm-hmm. And then what? I feel you know? like that really shows the culture difference in itself as well. Like you even saying that you were a little bit nervous to tell your mom about, like, I didn't even think twice about Zane at all. And I know it's a little different because, like, he's not very religious. Like, you're ex-husband was like a little bit different in that way um like Zane and I aren't gonna have like a Muslim wedding you know but um I guess that would be something I see I wouldn't even worry about telling my parents that because I know they're accepting and like I would do what makes me happy anyway mm-hmm. well of course I want my parents to be happy for me and to like I, I don't what did she say um she wants her her parents happy. And she wants their blessing. Their blessing. Right? Mm-hmm. But just in my eyes, like uh, like you said, you need to do at the end of the day what makes you happy. But I'm, I'm just saying, and that's how like the generations are changing over time because I didn't even think twice about telling my parents like about Xana. I just said, here's the guy I'm dating. Here's the guy I really like. It wasn't like a, he's not white, <laughs> you know? Right. Like it just wasn't like that. So that just goes to show like the culture differences and like how generations, the generation, the generational differences. Yeah. They yeah. evolve over time. That's what I said. I mean, you guys should, you know, what? it's up to you guys to make the change. Oh, our generation. Yeah. yeah I mean, sure. we've made change and now you guys got to take it over and then your guys' kids really have to like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, a lot of pressure. <laughs> I even had a conversation like this with my nail lady cause we're close and I love her. Um, And she, you know, same thing. That culture was just very strict. They want their children to be a doctor and be great and make money and have a healthy marriage and all these things. And, you know, we were just talking about her daughter and she, her daughter's doing great. She's a nurse. She went to school. She's living on her own. She's living on her her own. own She's affording everything, has (laughs) her own car, you know, doing great. And she was telling me, long story short, like the conversation she has with her. It was a vent sesh, right? It was a little vent sesh with my nail lady. She's so cute. Um... And I told her, because I don't mind being honest with her, I'm like, because she, she says, she's like, you know, that's just our Asian culture is to just be rough on them and like want the best for them. And I'm like, I totally understand that, but you need to recognize that you're being hard on her and she has accomplished so much. And I said, just because she's not going on the path that you went down doesn't mean that her path is wrong. She's going to have a different path than you. And it got to the point where um, she said that like when they would talk, she would tell her like, why aren't you going to sleep? Why aren't you doing this? Why are you doing this instead? And I said, maybe she'd, doesn't want to hear you telling her what to do. Maybe she just wants to hear I support you and 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 not hear you, you know, judging everything that she does. Because she said something like, um, oh, you know, she washes her car like twice a week. She gets her car washed. And I'm like, does that make her happy? She's like, yeah. I'm like, do you go to like the markets in the city and buy expensive meat to make your dinners? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, that's what makes you happy. If washing her car two times a week makes her happy. I'm like, she can still afford the places she lives at, right? She's like, yeah, she's fine. I'm like, so, so why does it matter? Yeah. I'm like, so let, wouldn't you rather her be happy? And and at the end of the conversation, she was like, you know what, Alyssa, I think you're right. I think I do like nag her a little bit too much on the phone. But I, I don't know. It's the cultural you, thing. It is. She did say it. She's like, my culture, like, this is how we are. And I'm like, but you're living you're, in America. You can change. Yeah. I said that. I'm like, and your daughter is Americanized. Also, right. she was born here, essentially. Like, I think she said she moved here when she was one. I'm like, it's not too late to change your ways and mm-hmm. like be a little bit more accepting mm-hmm. and be like a little bit less harsh on her because like, she's doing well. Yeah. 
I was going to say, even you if don't she isn't doing well, <laughs> you don't want to change because that's how like America is like mm-hmm. lands of everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. Like everybody brings their cultures over here. And that's why I think it's so beautiful. Yeah. They if you're going to choose to live and be in America, though, I think you need to be accepting of the American way also, mm-hmm. which is just like you know, a mishmash of everybody, but I think you can't hold tight your cultural beliefs if you're not living within that culture. I think it's very hard to live like that. She also said, too, she's like, a lot of my clients, like, they say that their, like, kid is their best friend. They're like, we, she's like, we don't say that. I'm like, you're allowed to be friends with your daughter. She's like, it's daughter. It's not a friendship. I'm like, that is so, it's so sad sad and it's so interesting that people still think that way. Mm -hmm. But it was interesting to me that by the end of our conversation, she was like, oh, I you understand know what, what you're saying. saying. You're right. Yeah. Because most people, let's be honest, that are stuck in their cultural ways are not very into the change. Mm-hmm. They don't really want to. And for this email, for example, right. her mom is not going to want to hear it mm-hmm. from her. Right. She's going to be on the defense about it. Maybe my nail lady had to hear it from me. Right. So mm-hmm. maybe your mom needs to hear it from her nail lady, you know? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe she needs to hear it from like somebody in the market or uh-huh. something like I, your mom, hearing it from you is just going to be like um, the nail lady's daughter hearing it from her. She, it, they're not going to get it. Your mom mm-hmm. needs to hear it from an outsider. But in all honesty, to get down to it, I respect and I understand what you're going through. However, I really believe that A, is 2020. B, you have to do what makes you happy. Being unhappy to make your parents happy, that's like, Counterproductive. You're, you're doing what? You're going to be miserable, dark, depressed. Look, you're already saying you're in like a deep, dark place right now because yeah. she wasn't overly or even willing to accept or even think about it. And she s- spoke so down. Think about what she said to you. Like those words are so ugly and horrible. Like, And you have to be accepting of the fact that it's not going to be a perfect relationship between all of you guys because that's just the way that right. your mom is. Yeah. Exactly. It's not, you're, you can't force it to work, which is a hard truth, but yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. That's a hard one. Sorry, I cut you off. No, that's it. I, yeah. That's, it's hard. I wish you luck. I know. Just, you got to do what makes you happy at the end of the day. And I know what would make you happy is being with who you want to be with and your mom being accepting and loving of it. But if she's not going to be, then- you got to default to what makes you happiest. I wish you the best. I Aww. do wish you the best. All right, this one is a real MVP, Alyssa. Okay. This is you. This is me? This is... No, 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 no. I mean, you're reading it. I read that one. It's your turn. But okay. I am saying, everybody, <clears throat> pay attention to this one. It's a goodie. All right. Here's the subject line. I am the toxic friend. Own up to your shit. Let's go. Hi, ladies. Hi. I need your honest opinion because I feel like an evil, envious, jealous person. My boyfriend's 26 and I'm 23 and we live in an apartment where we pay rent. Currently, we are searching for our own apartment, but the pricing is unbelievable. To get the loan, you need to save up to 20% of the value of the apartment. Mm. My problem, I have a 20, I have a friend who's 23 and who is currently building their own house and has a car. Thinking about getting one more car goes to expensive holidays and things like that. And I am jealous. Mm. 
Her parents are very giving. They paid for her wedding, paid the 20% of the value of the house to get the loan, bought her car. They are giving her expensive gifts, helping her to pay off the loan. For my birthday, my parents gave me a book, which I love. For her birthday, her parents gave her all the appliances to the new house, washing machine, dryer, microwave, fridge, lawnmower, TV, and I can't help myself, but I get angry inside every time she mentions any of her expensive plans about the house. The thing is, she is not a bad person. She didn't do anything bad to me. She doesn't brag about all the things that she has. In my logic part of brain, I understand that there is nothing wrong about supporting your child. I have nothing to be mad about, but in my emotional, un- emotional unreasonable part of brain, It feels unfair that she has everything she wants so easily while we have to save every penny. Sometimes I think about cutting her off because she embodies everything that I want but can't afford and won't afford for the next 15 years. I feel like I'm the toxic, jealous friend you talk about in almost every two episodes. (laughs) She hasn't done anything bad. She just got lucky to have such loving, giving, and wealthy parents. I should be happy for her. Instead, I feel resentment, and she didn't want to contribute to these things. It was only her parents. How should I stop feeling this way? Side note, I love my parents, and they love me. I don't feel any resentment towards them. I absolutely don't think that they should give me more. It's all about my friend and her parents. Love you both so much. Go ahead. What do you say? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly. Okay. So, <clears throat> if you can't shut off your feelings, then I guess ah, uh, no, you have to. Okay. So I don't know. Okay. My sorry, I quit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll know. You'll know. Um. All right. My so here's my thing. Um. A, I applaud you for actually owning up that you feel these ways because I think a lot of us feel certain sort of things and we deny it or pretend like we're not feeling those ways. So I commend, like I commend you. That's wonderful. Um, I do have one thing that I can say is that I don't think that you're toxic because you're not portraying it. Right. You're not. Yeah. Yeah. It's normal to get jealous of somebody. Right. Um, Exactly. But if it gets extreme, then it's not healthy for you. Which I think what you need to do, sweetheart, is... In in simple terms, just turn it off. Um, if you're truly happy for your friend and you're truly consent and happy with, like, your parents, their love for you, their support of you and stuff like that, and, of course, the book they bought you, I think you should be able to um, just be grateful for what you have. I mean, I'm guilty. I do this all the time. Alyssa can attest to it. I... Always get mad when my ex was with his ex. <laughs> and they used to do things like take the family to Jamaica. Like, do you know what I felt? Oh my God. Like, I used to get so mad, so jealous. That should have been me taking my kids to the parade or going to the Thanksgiving Day parade. Or that should have been me taking my kids to Disney or taking my kids to the cruise or all these things that I never got to do. I was that jealous, toxic person. And then I flipped it. I flipped it to, well, they're getting the experience and it's not on my dime. <laughs> so it made me <laughs> That's feel a good way to look at it. Um, it made me I listen, it still sucks and I still hate it, but at least my kids got to experience those things because I didn't have the money to have those um to do those things with them, right? So at least my kids got to. And maybe that's how you should flip it with yourself. Like you're struggling, you're trying to do this. 
I also have another piece, but let me finish this. I'm into I'm intro- fucking interrupting myself. <laughs> she said I also have something else to say, but let me finish this first. <laughs> oh my god, Jerry, hurry up before your train of thought goes. Okay, so I think that you sh- can maybe flip this into being. I'm happy for her. She gets it that way, and. Leave it at that. Like, really just... That's our, that's our bad advice. Just be happy for her. Oh, that sounds <laughs> so cliche. But seriously. No, but seriously. Like, and then understand that maybe she doesn't have... Uh, so maybe her parents are so giving and here. Here's this gift and that gift and that gift and this gift and this gift. But I'm going to tell you right now, maybe she doesn't have an emotional connection that, like, you have with your parents. I mean, maybe she has great that parents. That is priceless. Right? But... Yeah. Okay. The other thing is, who knows? Fuck. Because I introduced no. myself. Why do I keep saying introduce? <laughs> I introduced myself. I interrupted myself. Um, It'll come to you. Just think for a second. It will. I remembered. Okay, you ready? Okay. Here's my other thing. You, my dear, you're saving up. You're saving every penny. You're watching what you spend, everything else. This way you and your boyfriend can come up with that 20% down payment. You are going to appreciate everything else, everything that you do, because you, you did it. I struggle. I, I fucking struggle day to day, but what I have is mine. It wasn't handed to me. It was, I had the hardest time in the beginning because it was his house. It was his car. I was given this. I was that, that. Everything I have now is mine, and it's because of me. She doesn't have that to say. So although it may be like, damn, she's one lucky bitch, she's getting all this just fucking handed to her, it's just that. It's just handed to her. You're going to have substance to it. You're going to have those hard, those blisters on your hands, so to speak, that you work so hard for it, but it's going to make you be grateful and appreciate it that much more. That's great advice. I think See, if I didn't interrupt myself, I would have had it out a lot sooner. I love sooner. that. You're like, wait, I have something else to say, but hold on. It's like nobody told no, you. No, it just clicked me because that's exactly how I am today. Oh, that's like, I love that. I think that's great advice. And I think that's something that can like switch her brain. Like it, that's, that's brain switching advice. It is because I had to do that. That's like, switch flipping advice. It's <laughs> a good graphic. Like, <laughs> that is switch flipping advice. Uh, well, listen, I hope it helps. And please note that I think everybody has, um, I think it's normal to have a little envy or a little jealousy. Sure. I think it sort of, A, can drive you. It can motivate you. It could yeah, inspire it you. Um, it seems to me you're working your ass off. I don't think you should consider yourself a toxic friend. I don't think you should throw yourself a pity party around it. I think it should motivate you. I don't think you're toxic. Yeah, I, I think don't if think you were so being rude to her, then you're toxic. Right. But you're not. Yeah, as, I mean, we don't know what you're doing, but as long as you're being well, I think if she owned all this, if she was being a bitch, I think she'd say she was right. being a yeah, bitch. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just don't be a bitch. <laughs> then you'll be toxic. But if you just have these feelings in your head, then you're not really being toxic towards her. Yeah. I think you're being toxic to yourself. I think you can flip it. Uh-huh. I think you can flip it and then turn it into a, you know, um, like a good thing. Mm-hmm. I'll never, like, ever, excuse me, ever, like, used to have a ton of friends. And we'd always see them and hang out with them. And I swear, I think the better ever does in his life, 
he loses more and more friends. And to me, that's the cultural thing. Um, but I think that's like a shame. So I don't think you should shame your friend for having these things gifted or handed or hand whatever um, bought for her. It's not really her fault, but pushing her aside because she's doing better in that sense is sort of like whatever's friends did to him. And I'd always say, aren't you happy that your friend is doing well? Like, you should be happy. So take that. Be happy for her. Girls supporting girls. Yeah, be happy for her. You could be jealous. I'm jealous too hearing it. Should I wish my fucking... I always say that. Like, in a joking around manner, even when I found out, like, my last name is Eastman, right? And I always said, geez, I hope my father is, like, Eastman Kodak and I have a ton of money, like an inheritance coming to me or some shit, you know? That'd like, be nice. <laughs> money is definitely not the answer to everything, but it, it helps. <laughs> right? For sure. <laughs> money and, brings that fucking and, happiness and, sometimes. It, it could help. Yeah. But I, I just think flipping it and just... Knowing that whatever you do is going to be on you. Mm. I think it'll make a big difference. Listen, when I'm sad and money can buy me an ice cream cone, <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> so sometimes money buys me happiness. <laughs> yeah, You know what? Money buys me happiness too. Yeah. Okay. Relationship. Feeling threatened by other girls. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hi, listen, Jerry. My name is Abby, and I am 22. I've been listening to the podcast since the beginning and have been watching Alyssa for almost three years oh now. Oh, my God. I love you. I love you both. And I love what you both are doing. And your wonderful personalities make me smile and laugh every day. Can I just say, it makes me happy to see, like, that these emails are so recent that I'm like, Oh, they've even listened to, like, recent ones, even when we're, like, hot messes, and they still, like, really like us. You still love us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you still love that I, I, that I can't that read your email, even though you sent it in ginormous print for me? <laughs> <sighs> oh, we love you okay. guys. I have a slight problem, and I only feel comfortable talking about it through... <laughs> God, she only feels comfortable. Okay. Um... Let me finish the sentence. (laughs) I only feel comfortable talking about it through an email to you ladies because it's like you're my friends I've never met. We love you. Okay. So my boyfriend of almost seven years. Same. Seven. See? It's that seven-year itch. Make it past the seven. Okay. Yep. My boyfriend of almost seven years recently got a brand new job bartending at a fancy new bar in town that his cousin is opening. Fun. Can I come? He is a (laughs) full-time accountant and will only be working here a couple of nights a week to get some extra money for the house he is building for us. I am rarely insecure. I am a confident... I am confident in my looks and in my relationship. We are great together and have little to no struggles or fights. Okay. Now I know (laughs) I sound crazy and I almost hate typing this, but he is very excited about this new job at the bar and was showing me the other bartenders he would be working with. Let's just say the girls are gorgeous and they're all single. And I know this because I stalked, I Facebook stalked them. (laughs) I've not run into a problem like this since we were first dating, um, starting to date back in high school. But I feel secure 
but I feel insecure and threatened by them because they will be working late hours with my boyfriend. And did I mention beautiful? <laughs> I have not avoid. I have not voiced this to him at all because I know he's excited about the job and I want more than anything to be equally equally as excited for him. He has never given me a reason to not trust him. How can I make these feelings go away so I don't have any anxiety? Since I don't have anxiety every time he walks, sorry, every time he works super late with them and he tits. Any tips? <laughs> Any tips? <laughs> Any tips or advice are welcome. Maybe I sound crazy. I'd love to hear your opinions on this. Love to you, girls. I've attached a photo, a photo of two of us as well. Okay, first of all, I have so much to say on this. You're beautiful. Do you know that the way that you look at those girls, girls look at you too? I bet you they stalked your ass too. Oh my God, you are. Okay, and let me tell you something. Here's what will change your perspective on this. Oh my God, you have those shoes. This. She's like, yes, actually, I do have those. I do have those shoes. Steve Madden, they're super cute. Um, Okay. Here's what I will recommend to you. I'm listening because, girl, (laughs) you can give me the same advice. (laughs) I have my struggles. Instead of seeing these girls as a threat, because they're not, because he hasn't even started the job yet, and you don't know Mm -hmm. how they're going to act. They could be, I mean, they could be the shittiest people in the world, but they also could be the nicest girls in the world. Mm -hmm. You go visit your man at work and become friends with these girls. Make conversation with them. Like, there's you don't have to be threatened and just leave him alone with them. Like, why don't you visit him at work and become friends with these girls? That way, guess what? They're your friends now. So they wouldn't try to do anything sly with him, you know? Like, in my opinion, that would make me feel more comfortable to actually get to know the people that he works with rather than just being these mysterious Mackenzie, Sally, and and mm-hmm. Laura. <laughs> She's like shit. I like, can't even you think don't, of names off the top of my head. You don't know anything about them. You're just gonna make up shit in your head about who they are, what they want, their intentions, and what kind of person they are, rather than actually getting to know these people and becoming friends with them. And then like you feel good about him going to work because he's going to work with good people. That's how I would go about it, at least. Because then I, it would drive me nuts to not know who he's working with, not know how they act. You know, like mm-hmm. I would rather be friends with them. Would you? Would it you could think be a good, that's good like friendship. stalker status, though. Like no, I mean, don't go every single shift. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would go talk to them, mm. make some new friends. Why not? It could be. It could be really good for you. Who knows? He's excited about it. So, do you want him to be sad? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. If he's excited about this new job, then I would see that as a good thing. Like he's in a positive mindset. You don't want him to be like in a bad mindset. That would be worse, in my opinion. Mm. Listen, I get it. I would be I would be jealous too. See, I would absolutely be jealous too. I think the But you, but you're listen, beautiful. You have, but you have two different sides of your brain, right? You well, we think in two different ways. So we have the we know what the fuck, and then we have our emotional state. So the I know what the fuck, I'm gonna tell you the piece of advice I would give is <clears throat> You just said he's getting a second job so he can make more money to build a house that for you and him, right? He's obviously planning a future with you if he's building a house for you, right? So if this is just, if you're confident in your man, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. I am so insecure in myself and I tell, I tell ever all the time, I'm like, listen, if God gave me the most beautiful world in front of beautiful man if he planted the first beautiful man in front of me 
I wouldn't take action on it because Isn't I ever love... the most beautiful man you've seen, <laughs> Alyssa. <laughs> but but you know what I'm saying? Like yes, yes. Like I wouldn't do anything because I absolutely love ever. Mm-hmm. I it's don't, like a show I'm watching, The right, Love Island. But it's my insecurities that make me think that ever would take any possibility, anything that comes through his way, mm. because I'm insecure about myself. You know. So if you're confident. And you're secure in yourself. You know you're beautiful. You know you got your shit together. You know your relationship is great. You shouldn't even bat an eye at this. You know, yeah, have I wouldn't the confidence. Feel threatened. Yeah, I wouldn't feel threatened. Like he's doing this to make more money for you. And maybe if you are feeling threatened, do what Alyssa said. But I would take your confidence and run with it and be like, listen, you know. And 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 what I said is like you're not doing it and like a sneaky like yeah no you're just like genuinely like oh yeah I want to make friends with these girls yeah. like why not my boyfriend's gonna be wor- working with them a lot you know mm-hmm. like it's your what did you say your cousins yeah it's a new bar that your cousin owns so like why not make friends with the girls who work there mm-hmm. yeah I agree you, you all could be fr- a friend group like why not make it that rather but than jealous not knowing. Jerry right ima- right away made it into <laughs> its stalker status you know you're gonna go and just check up no, on it doesn't have to be like that, like that no though. but I'm saying because I'm yeah. insecure that's how I heard what mm-hmm. you were saying yeah you know? they've been together for seven years you know really? it's not and, like you just started dating and you're, and you're gorgeous gonna, I mean look yeah, at you you're stunning and you know that so um I was gonna say that's like uh, the show I'm watching Love Island mm-hmm. is they get to know each other and then Midway, I told you this, they switch villas and put them with five new men and five new women and test to see if they still want to stay with the person they were originally with. Mm -hmm. And some people switch up because they're like, oh, I think this person is better for me. Mm -hmm. You're that secure in your relationship, then him going in front of other women like is not going to matter. Right. It, It. it does though. Well, it does because I'm I'm that way. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, if Zane I got worry. a job bartending with a bunch of hot girls, like I would, I would try Unless to go like, there. You better believe I'd be going yeah. to that bar. Yeah, but like I I agree with you. Like I'm pretty confident in our relationship. Like I don't think that anything would happen, but I just think it would be a better scenario if I was friends with them rather than having them be strangers and him being friends with them. You I want to be friends with them too. Scratch everything I said and just listen to what Alyssa said because A, she's around your age. B, the relationship status. You're both with each other about seven. You're both confident. So I would say go with what Alyssa says. I think that's well, a great Well, you kind of, of agreed advice, with me, right? You know? you know? Yeah. Yeah, like let's all be friends. If I was working around guys and I thought that they were fun to be around, I would want Zane to be friends with them. I wouldn't want to be friends with them alone. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It could be a hard thing to do, but it's something to think about to make the situation more positive and less threatened. Girl. I think you got this. I I think think you'll be fine. Okay. Help with relationship advice. Hi, ladies. Okay, let's get into it. My ex and I broke up with each other a little over seven months ago, and my ex's friend, let's call him Chris, and I were sexting, but he has a girlfriend. Jerry's missing this. I'm listening. Did you hear it? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. She's okay with him fooling around, oh, with other girls, but he can't have sex with anyone or go down on anyone. He wants to meet up with me, but I don't. Also, that same day, hours later, I met someone, Tyler, that is really sweet, and we connected so quickly, plus a a fucking amazing in bed, and we had sex three times in one day. Uh, So how do I tell Chris that I don't want to meet up with him without hurting him. And I don't want him to tell my ex because I have a little boy with him and I want to keep the peace. I really fucked up and made a mess during quarantine. Thank you in advance. Love you. Bye. 
Oh, she put photos. <laughs> you guys can't see it, but we can. Are they in chronological order? Do we know who's who here? I think she wrote it in the email. The X. Yeah, X is in red, and then her and her son. And then who's the guy with the gold chain? I don't know, but is I think that you should Tyler? go with him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> is that Tyler, the one with the amazing sex? I'm just kidding. Yep. Yep, that's him. Oh, yeah, that's Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> I'm just kidding, you guys. It's just a shirtless photo of him laying in bed. That's why I'm being funny. <laughs> I think you need to just be honest with Chris because he already has a girlfriend. He'll be fine. You're just like his little side piece, which you don't want to be anyway. Yeah, because Chris is her ex's friend, right? Yeah. Chris is her ex's friend, the father of her child's yes. friend. And they were sexting, but no, he has a girl, girlfriend. Yeah, no. Tyler gives you great sex. You had sex three times in a day. He is good looking, and, and he doesn't have a girlfriend. And he doesn't have a girlfriend. He's single. So <laughs> that's pretty simple. <laughs> this is I mean, so- for us, I mean, if we're understanding it right. <laughs> right, right, right. Chris is your ex's friend who has a girlfriend, but you've been sexting him. Okay. Tyler's a guy who has no connections to any of your exes or any of his, whatever, right? Great He's just, he is just completely like. Checking off the boxes. Right. So it's simple for us here to just say, just go with Tyler. Yeah. Simple. I agree. Please help. What do I do? Stay or go? Oof. That's a lot of pressure on us for, to make your decision for you. It's easy for us to say what you should do, though. It's not. It's hard for you to do it. Okay. What's popping, Alyssa and Jerry? Love you ladies so much. And the podcast makes my weeks so much better. Hmm. Thank you. Anyways, I need some help. I was born and raised in Phoenix, Arizona, and I recently got the opportunity to start fresh in a new state. I'm really torn on what to do. Arizona is what I know, and my whole family lives here, and my best friend lives three hours away from me. And if I move, I'd be moving to Montana, which is obviously pretty far away. I'm scared that I won't like it and be stuck there. I'm scared about moving out of state in general, and I'm scared about my mental health because I won't have anyone up there but my boyfriend and his family, which I love and adore them, but I wouldn't have my family around or my friends, and I'm scared that it'll make me even more depressed, but I know what a change... I also know that a change would be so nice and being able to get a fresh start would also be nice as well. I'm not sure what to do and need some advice from a third party would be so helpful. Also, Jerry, if you're reading this, I know it's long and I had no idea I had a double space. (laughs) Okay, love you. Bye. Actually, I read that. I have my contacts in. They're cooperating today. I did pretty okay. My advice to you is... I know what you're going to say. To it. Go for it. I need Go to for it. You're young. It's an opportunity. You can always move back home. Your family would always welcome you with open arms. Why not? You get a bad haircut, it'll always grow back. Alyssa Rose. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Seriously, though. You can always go back. She's right. You can always go back home. I mean, from Arizona to Montana, sure, there's a huge distance, but. I've known people that have, like, given up life to move international, and it winds up being their best decision ever. Mm-hmm. You'll never know unless you try. Yeah. Live life with no regrets. Tomorrow is not promised, right? True, boo. So I say go for it. Go for it. And then fucking let us know. True. And if it doesn't work out, you did not get this advice from us. <laughs> 
<laughs> if it doesn't work out, this this episode will be deleted. <laughs> It'll explode. Um, but seriously, I mean, honestly, fresh start, new city, new state. Why Sounds not? Fun. And, and you go, you Got have your boyfriend, boyfriend and, his and his family there. So it's at least you'll have some familiar. That word that I just yeah, you'll have some of that. What Alyssa said, <laughs> and it'll give you an opportunity to meet new people, new friends, and just it. I think when you're given that opportunity and you take it, you grow as a person too because you're around the same people day in and day out, right? If you go, you meet new people, you're going to, you know, like that one episode where we had the person who said her boyfriend acts differently in front of everybody else. Yeah. I think that's a normal thing. But I think when you you introduce and you meet new people, they can bring out more good in you. You might discover more about yourself. Yeah, exactly. So you are potentially can grow as a person in more ways than one, right? You're going to have your independence now. You're going to have to face the struggles of being away from your family and stuff. So that's going to make you grow also. But I think, um, yeah, just meeting new people. I think this can be a huge, great experience for you. 100%. And if not, you pack it up and you move back home. You tried, yeah. Yeah. You'll have no regret because you've tried. Pretty easy, I think. Scary, definitely. But I think it's easy. I just went on Instagram to find a quote, Mm -hmm. and it totally just relates. Tony Robbins just posted it. What makes us happy is not what we get, it's who we become. Fitting. There you go. Fitting. It's so true. Money still buys me an ice cream, but... (laughs) Just kidding. It definitely does. It definitely does. I think that... um, Being at peace with your inner self is so important. That's what make that's what will make you happy. That's where you find happiness, not what you get. Who you are, what you become. Oof. It's a deep one. Oof is right. That Oof. is pretty deep. <laughs> I like it. It makes you think. Yeah. And I I mean that one quote that you just said kind of relates to every email exactly. we read today. You know, it really I just does. opened Instagram it's, to that. Talk about meant to be. Fuck Halloween. That'll have to wait until next episode. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think everybody is, um, I think you guys are all going to do well. Whether you take our advice, whether you go away, say, do the opposite of what we say. I think just having the conversation, having an outsider's opinion, hearing what other people could possibly or would possibly do in that situation just gets the... The juice is flowing, right? right? It gets your it gets your mind going. Oh, it's like oh, I didn't think about it that seeing, way, right? Seeing through another lens, sort of speak. And I think a lot of us need to, like the toxic girl, a lot of us need to see through the other lens. And mm-hmm. this pod, this episode, I think, was a lot about that. Just like, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, your situation is terrible, but try to do this about it and I think Mm -hmm. it was I think that quote was extremely fitting for today good (gasps) job Tony Robbins and Alyssa Rose you did it we collaborated yeah I actually really enjoyed the emails today and I would love updates on all of them to be honest every single one of them yeah Yeah, I think these were all really great open conversations that um, yeah like you said are just good for people to hear Mm -hmm. so we hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode if this is your first time listening hello welcome to Agamil I feel like this is a good episode to start on if you want to come back and listen we upload episodes every single Monday 
Monday, Thursday, and Saturday, three times a week. Who's uploading a podcast three times a week? Mm, I don't Only know. us. Sorry, just us. <laughs> we started it. If you want to shop our merch, that's teespring.com slash Agamil. And if you want to become a part of our Instagram family, that's where you get notified when we upload a new episode. And you also become a part of Saturday Shenanigans, which are shorter episodes that are more themed towards a certain topic. And you can answer the questions on our story. And that will be it. And so, that's it. Thank Yay. you so much for listening. We'll see you next time with some spooky stories. Love it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Love, love you. you. Bye. Bye.